Good evening, guys. Welcome back to FPL Apprentices, episode three. Chris, would you like to say hello? Yeah, no, no faffing about today, though, Tom. Let's just get straight into it. How was your game week, Tim? Uh, really good. 190k green arrows, so sees me in the top 200k. So uh, looking very nice. I've got 70 points. I'll uh, run you through my uh, team. So 70 minus four is 66. But, uh, so the Martinez blank one point, pretty poor. Diaz uh, didn't go with everyone else. Um, took him over Cancelo, which I'm very happy about. So lovely six points from him. Um, shows that you shouldn't follow everyone else. Just go over what, what you're thinking. Uh, Chilwell, eight points. Big call from him, as per usual. Uh, Van Aanholt, one point, which is pretty poor. But it's Van Aanholt. Palace are, can't defend. Dallas, eight points. That's four returns out of five. He's doing really well for me, Dallas. I'm loving Dallas. Um, brilliant. Jota, the perfect transfer in for... Uh, can't remember. Oh yeah. Oh well, I got him in for Ward Prowse, but it doesn't matter about that. <laughs> Not quite the still got big answer. <laughs> Nine points though from Jota. Uh, Son three points, which you can't out when Mourinho sets everyone to sit back and defend the whole game. Uh, Fernandes, Mister Consistent, ten points. Vardy, captain, ten points, which is pretty poor against Fulham. Fulham outclassed uh, Leicester. Leicester were woeful. Uh, Wilson. As per usual, hauling 12 points, 90th minute goal and assist. Very happy. And then Kane blank. My bench, Steer, Click, Zuma and McGinn. So, yeah, very happy with my score. Very happy with my um, overall rank. Yeah, really good game week for me. Yeah, very solid from you. So, for me, your fortune with Callum Wilson was my misfortune. Guaita losing that clean sheet yet again in the, I don't know what it was, 87th, 88th minute. Very frustrating, but, you know, that, that hasn't been the best chance, so it is a goalkeeper. But you can hope for a few clean sheets over a spell, but they're not going to be the ones who are bringing you in the good points. So, it's all about the captaincy at the end of the day. So, Guaita with two. James and Chilwell, another double clean sheet, six and eight. Robbo with two, which could so easily have been ten if Mane's goal wasn't offside and then Brighton gets a stupid penalty at the end, but the less said about the better. Um, Tellers with one, and then in the midfield, Jota with nine, good transfer in. He came in for Foden, um, so that was a nice transfer. Bruno captain for 20, which is very positive. Another away haul, he's... he's, he's um, had a double-digit haul in each of his away games this season. And he's got a double-digit haul in each of his last three games, home and away. So he is on fire. Son and Kane were three and two. Away at Chelsea, didn't expect much. Didn't feel like it was worth getting them both out because um, I still feel like they will have some value in the next few games. Werner with two. Yeah, Chelsea-Tottenham was a bit of a bore fest, wasn't it? And then... Adams with two. I didn't expect too much from home to the Man U. So overall score fifty seven with a minus four, so fifty three overall. Um, so a rank change from one point two mil to one point one mil. So you know that's three green arrows in a row. I've gone up six hundred k in the past three weeks. So ever since we started this pod, Tom, I've started I've started having a better rank. So let's hope it continues. Yeah, you love to hear it. Yeah, yeah you love to hear it. Yeah, getting the arrows. Right, so um, you had a better week than me this week, Tom. But we'll go into the prediction game. So, prediction oh, yeah. game where you get three points for a correct scoreline and one point for a correct result. Last week, Tom, you got three correct results and zero correct scorelines. So you got three points. I got one correct um, one correct scoreline, so that's three points, and four correct results. So I got seven points. So there, currently I'm sitting at 18 points and you're on six. So you're along with behind the Reading. But it's a long, long way to go. But you were on 11 last week, not 7. Yeah, I was on 11 last week. I got 7 this week. Oh, 7 this week. Yeah. So Go I'm on, run for it then. I can run for it. So, I guessed the Southampton-Man United game correctly with the 3-2. Um, you guessed the correct result in that game. Um, Everton-Leeds, we both um, bet for a Leeds win. 
and Leeds did win. We thought it'd be more high scoring there. You you went for three two, you went for three one, but of course only one nil. Although there was a lot of chance in that game. Other correct results: we both guessed Man City to win, but we didn't expect them to win five nil. Uh, you guessed one nil, I guessed two nil, so we're quite far off there. I think I think that was un, an understandable decision though, because Man City just haven't been haven't been at their fluent best like they were against Burnley at all this season. So I think our thinking was still fine there. Um, Chelsea Spurs, I guess, correct result, and Arsenal Wolves, I guess, correct result. But I actually did worse than I did in the first week, and you did the same. So, really, wasn't actually that good this week. We'll see how it goes. What did you guess for the Newcastle Palace game? Did you not get it right? No, I guessed 2 0 Palace. All right. Clean oh, yeah. sheet. Never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> not quite a goal. Oh, dear. No, definitely not. Definitely not. You just know as soon as I get quite a bag of clean sheet, but I don't really want to think about it. So. So yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. seeing to six up in the prediction game. We'll do our predictions for for this game week later. But for now, we're going to move on to the eye test. So, Tom, you watched a lot of games this weekend. Yeah. Um, we'll start of off with um, City Burnley. I'd say probably the standout, from an FPL perspective, the standout result this week because Man City have finally hit their form. Like, that's the type of score and they were producing regularly after lockdown last year. So if they if they get back to that form consistently over the next five, six, seven, eight weeks, then they're definitely a team to jump on. Um so what was your what was your evaluation of that game? Any assets that you thought stood out in particular? Yeah, City were really good. Mendy looked good on the left back and Walker at the right back, so I don't think Kinsella will be playing. Premier League anytime soon, especially as he played 90 um, in the Champions League. De Bruyne looking, looking like he's getting back to his form. Obviously, it's just one game, but he's got Fulham next, so De Bruyne's looking very good. Mares was really good. He uh, didn't play midweek, so I think he'll be playing this weekend. Um, yeah, Diaz, obviously, Diaz and Stones look good together. Burnley didn't offer anything in the attack, though, so you'd expect the clean sheet there. Um, and Jesus got one assist. He looked he looked all right. I think he'll be starting this weekend as well, as he only played, like, 30 minutes. Um, but, yeah, overall, if you're going to go for a City player... Well, actually, one thing I didn't mention, Sterling didn't, didn't play at all. And he played 90 again this week, so I wouldn't be getting Sterling in any time soon. Um, I'd say De Bruyne is nailed as he didn't play. He didn't start this week in mid- midweek. I can't remember if he came on. Um, Walker is going to start, you'd think. Jesus. And then that's probably about it. You'd think Mendy would start. But if you're going to get in a City player, I'd probably say De Bruyne, possibly Walker. He's, he's probably more nailed. I'm not sure if Diaz is going to play this. If he plays this week, I think Diaz is one that's definitely nailed in that centre-back spot with uh, Stones, Laporte and Ake rotating the other spot. But apart from that, it's hard with this city. Especially as Foden again came on, got an assist, but he didn't start again, which is quite annoying. Guerrero will be back. I'm not sure if he's back this weekend. Got injured again. But yeah, City looks starting to look very good. Obviously, it was against a poor Burnley with no Pope and goal, but I can see them smashing Fulham again this weekend. So, yeah, I'd get on City soon if I were you. Um, did you have anything else to say on the game, Chris? Yeah, I, I just had a question. So, Mahrez has played apparently seven out of eight Premier League games this season for Man City. I'm not sure. They've played nine games, haven't they? I, I don't know. But he basically, he's played most of the Premier League games. He seems to be getting rested in the Champions League. I'm expecting him to start this weekend. So, do you think Mares is fairly nailed for the Prem games? And do you think he would be a reliable source of points over Christmas? I think he'll start this weekend. Um, I don't think he'll be getting a hat-trick again anytime soon. It was a nice hat-trick, but I don't know if he will. I think he's going to definitely get rotated over Christmas because um, of Pep. He... He's sitting at 8.3 mil, so he's cheap. But again, over Christmas, do you really want players that are going to be 
rotation risk because he's not definitely not nailed. And with the amount of games in one space, I think he will be rotated. I can see him playing this game and possibly United as well, depending if he plays midweek next week. But you've got obviously the likes of Sterling to come back in, Aguero, Foden, like all of them are going to play. You wouldn't expect Sterling to be on the bench so most games. So it's a tough one. If you want him for a one or two game week punt, then yeah, I'd definitely go with him. But I wouldn't expect a hatch from him. Maybe one one goal, two goals, but he looked very good. His goals were very nice, very well taken. But yeah, Mares was looking good. Yeah, and he'll definitely play this week unless he gets injured. I, I can say. Yeah, I think short term he could be an option. If he plays against West Brom, you've got a good differential for the next three game weeks. Mm, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, one other did thing, you, uh, did you... No, one other thing I wanted to say is KDB. So I watched some of the game, um, but I noticed that late in the game, just like last year, for the last 10 or so minutes, he kind of plays as a, a really attacking midfielder. He's, he's the one that's... When Man City counter-attack, because they're normally winning the game at this point, when Man City counter-attack, he's the one leading that counter-attack. So it means he gets a lot more chances, a lot more... Like good chances with with counterattacks late in the game, which it does increase his goal threat. That was one of the things I was a little bit concerned about. KDB was his goal threat, but with these these last ten minutes of games, he he's the one leading the counterattack. So I think he's it really increases his goal threat. So it may, it definitely makes me consider KDB a lot more. And his assist rate has always been there. Um, we know how good he is with his passing. So yeah, KDB. I think we're going to talk about him later. I'm not sure. We might be talking about now. We probably will. Yeah, for for transfers, we'll be talking about him. So I'll, I'll leave that till later. Uh, but now we'll one, move. one thing I must add in. Yeah, one thing I want to add in um, on De Bruyne. Uh, he's definitely can play. He has just the free roam to attack more now because Rodri or Fernandinho sits in defence, which gives De Bruyne more attacking threat. So he's going to be attacking a lot more, like you were saying, because Rodri and Fernandinho are solid and they just sit back and defend. Just perfect for him. So, yeah, he's going to be creating a lot more opportunities. Well, that's what we saw against expect. Wolves in the first game, wasn't it? Fernandinho and Rodri, yeah, yeah. KDB and Cam. And he was really attacking it. I think, did he get the 13? Yeah, he got the 13-pointer. Um, so, if that's replicated in the Hardy games this season, like maybe Man U, Southampton possibly even away, um, if he's used in that role, he's really, really, really deadly in any game. So, certainly one I'm looking at. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so next game. I'll cover this one. Brighton, Liverpool. Main thing to note from this game was there there wasn't that many chances, but when Jota did get his chance, he took it really, really well. Um, Very clinical finish, lovely dribble. Shows his confidence there. His confidence is not going to go. So Jota, if you haven't got him, he's already risen by 0.4 or 0.5, so one to certainly consider. Um, at the back, I mean, I was disappointed with Robertson not getting the. I think he's on for nine points before Brian scored the penalty, or even twelve. If he'd got that assist, the defence didn't look amazing. They, they Connolly had a great chance in the first half. Morpai missed the pen. Um, but I do feel like with Allison in goal, Liverpool have always got a great chance for clean sheet because he's really good at saving those one on ones, bursting down the angles. Um, and with their fixtures coming up. I certainly think Liverpool are one to consider. I mean, I've jumped on Robbo because of these fixtures. I think he's going to offer some good value. So, Liverpool defence, one to consider. Um, but we're not sure, apart from Robbo, if any of them is nailed. Because we don't know when Trent's back. So, we don't know how long Williams will be playing right back. Um, so, I think Robbo's the only one there. But you might think he's too expensive. Um, well, I, I don't think he's too expensive. I think he's going to be really good value in the next few weeks. Uh, in terms of Brighton, um, Welbeck got an assist. He's since he's started the last three games, he's got a goal and an assist. So Welbeck's looking like an option. I've, I looked at his fixtures. He's got Fulham and Sheffield United, and Leicester and Southampton in his next four, which are quite good fixtures. Um, he's still under one percent owned, so a really good differential. If you want a, a sub six million striker. I think he's your man. I think he's quite... Would you agree he's nailed, Tom? I think so. Especially now Morpé's got a bit of an injury. Well, Beck's definitely looking good. So, yeah. What's his price? Is it... 5.5. 5. 
5.5, yeah. You'd think, unless Welbeck picks up an injury or he might need one rest, but he, he's looking good. And I, yeah, I think he's nailed in that team now. You think, yeah. I think he's one now. I'm even considering um, my transfer plans. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I'll get to it later. Um, but yeah, it wasn't that it was, was it 12.30? Yeah, it wasn't it. It was a bit of a, no, there wasn't that many chances. Salah nearly scored. I think you'd be disappointed if you're a Salah captain. But that was that was given as offside because that was really really tight, really unfortunate. But yeah, anything you'd like to add? One thing I'd like to say is, uh, um, when we did the podcast last week, Chris was going with the City defenders, and I told him to go with Diaz, and he went with Robbo. And Robbie got two and Diaz got six. So we'll have to see uh, who outperforms over the next few yeah. weeks. But It was a long-term transfer. As well. sh- so we, uh, we have to see. Robbo will probably get an injured knowing uh, Liverpool's luck. Well, he does have a knock, but Klopp seems fairly hopeful that he'll be able to play on oh. the weekend. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to add is, obviously, Mane got benched um, that game. He started on the bench, so we we could start to see rotation through that attack. I think Yota got Yota was the only player to get subbed in the Champions League for Liverpool, so he, he's nailed for this week. I think. I, see, Salah only played six minutes, but I would be wary of this of um of Jurgen Klopp roulette, not <laughs> Pep roulette, Jurgen Klopp roulette. So just be careful when you're thinking about captain and Salah. But you'd think he should start, especially after them not picking up three points at Brighton. It'd be a bit stupid not to start. But yeah, I think that's about it. Brighton, Brighton were unlucky not to win the game. That's all I can say. Oh, one thing I'll add about rotation um, is that Liverpool play Michelin, whatever you call them, um, in the midweek after they play Wolves. But Liverpool have already qualified, so I would expect them to get a rest in that game. Mm. So I think you're, I think they're pretty rotation proof all of the attack for this week. They, they, they have they won their group or not? Or are they just qualified? Uh, they've qualified. I can't remember the exact numbers, but they're definitely qualified. So I expect them to to rotate. Yeah, yeah. You'd think so, yeah. yeah expect yeah. Minamino, Shakiri, so, to all play midweek. Yeah. Um, shall I talk about the uh, Everton-Leeds yeah, yeah, game? Game I've been waiting to talk about. Okay, so... Game. Very, very impressed by Leeds again. Um, Dallas, Alioski. Again, Phillips coming into that team. He just strengthens that Leeds team. I think you know, Dallas was playing... Dallas was playing more left-back, letting Alioski attack a bit more. But Dallas was also playing midfield, and he's a, he's a bonus point merchant as he's playing all over the pitch. So, big haul from him. Le- Leeds are looking really solid. Obviously, they have Chelsea this week, so that'll be interesting. I think they'll give Chelsea a good run for their money, to be honest. But, um, but yeah, Bam- Bamford, I think he might have had a couple of chances. They were half chances. But he, he Bamford is looking one that I'd transfer in soon. Their fixtures are, fixtures are looking good. Um, with Everton, Everton scored two disallowed goals. So on another day, that Leeds clean sheet would have gone. Apart from that, Calvert Lewin was wasn't great. Um, this is what I like to say about Calvert Lewin: he's not great at creating his own chances. Um, so he needs it put on a plate for him in a way. But Messier made a really, really good save that would have lost the clean sheet. Um, and Rodriguez looked half decent as well. So yeah, on another day, Everton could have won that game, but Leeds scored. Um, lovely finish from Rafinha. He could be one to think about. I think Chris mentioned him last week, Rafinha, um, if he keeps playing. But yeah, he uh, leads really, really solid performance on them and I'd definitely hop on them soon as they've got uh, Newcastle, West Ham, Burnley, West Brom in like, the next six fixtures. So some good fixtures. Did you did you see the highlights of that game, Chris? Or yeah, one thing I'd say I'm not seeing that game yet. He's, he seems to his way in. I think they also slowly worked him into the team. I think we know with Leeds are a very fit team. I think he will be fairly nailed over Christmas. He'll be one of the ones that gets rotated the most. But I think they also like to keep a, a very consistent 11. So at 5.4, I think, it's a good option. 
good one to consider definitely but I'd certainly prefer Bamford yeah yeah he's 5.4 yeah and I think Harrison got a little bit of a knock so that probably means he starts this weekend Rafinha yeah yeah overall solid performance from the Leeds boys as per usual definitely yeah definitely get on them um, are you still are you still thinking about Dallas at all, or is he sort of gone? We we'll talk about that later. Uh, we will probably talk about that later. I want I want to talk about Leeds later as well because their fixtures are very interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Did you watch other any other games this weekend? No, but I do. I do want to ask you about your because I believe you watched Leicester Fulham. Didn't you? I did watch Leicester yeah, film. Anything you want to say on that? <laughs> yes, um, Leicester were very poor. They were they 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 put nothing going forward really. Vardy was poor. Madison was poor. That Leicester aren't great when they don't start Barnes. Like when he came on, the game was completely changed. Barnes Barnes was looking uh, really good. He's very creative, and I think if he starts this weekend, it would create less and more chances. But we have to give full credit to Fulham. He scored their scored their pen for once, a lovely pen. And Fulham just played really well. They, they outclassed Leicester. They defended really, really well. Everyone was putting themselves on the line for their team. I still wouldn't consider any Fulham options, but really good performance from them. Obviously, Leicester letting letting two goals against Fulham. So not sure about getting any of their defenders in. We might, we'll talk about their defenders later on as well. But I, I definitely... I'm, I'm seeing Vardy getting price rises, but I definitely wouldn't be getting Vardy in, to be honest. I'm looking to shift him soon because he hasn't been great this season. He's got a lot of pens and he's he's not getting much service. It could change, but overall, really good performance from Fulham. Yeah, very impressed from them. They're, they're, if, Parker outclassed, which yeah, is, I think. did. Just... Rogers played five at the back again against Fulham at home. I don't know what he was thinking. And I certainly, I think it was quite clear that Fulham recycled the ball very well and they cleared it because Leicester literally had Tiedemans and occasionally Mendy in the right area to recycle yep. the possession. They had to go for a four at the back. I don't know what they were thinking. But well done, Fulham. Very, very good game plan from Park. Yeah, yeah, definitely. One thing I want to say quickly is... Uh... Just quickly about the Chelsea Spurs game, I'll quickly touch on it. It was uh, don't don't worry about Tottenham attack. Mourinho set Tottenham up to defend the whole game. Kane and Son literally got no chances. It'll be completely different against Arsenal, I think. Kane has a knock. Mourinho says he should be fine for the weekend. I think it's mind games, and I think Kane will start. So I wouldn't be rushing to get him out, and especially against an Arsenal defence, which is shaky. So yeah, don't that that uh, that Chelsea Tottenham game. You don't want to take anything from for Chelsea or for Tottenham, apart from the fact Abraham isn't good ahead him. That's all you can learn from that game. And Mourinho <laughs> will have these games where he scrapes yeah. out the draw, and it worked well. Another clean sheet for Tottenham. Regulon looking good, good Tottenham option. The man that you said for no one to yeah. get. Yeah, yep. he's got a knock now though, but he should be fine, I think, as well. Yeah, top, that Tottenham defence is starting to shore up under Mourinho. It was a Mourinho class that match. Yeah. But yeah, it was a boring game. Nothing really to say on it. Okay, is there any other games you want to talk about, Tom? A quickly touch on the Newcastle Palace game. Uh, so, yeah, go on. so Chris was messaging me every 10 minutes getting hyped about this guy to clean sheet. Uh is 10 minutes, 20 minutes, so on and so on. And then, look who turns up, Mr. Callum Wilson. A lovely finish from him on the first goal. And they get a second just to rub it in. It was brilliant. The scenes were mad. And this is why, as if you have any your, your goalie in on FPL, don't watch the game for uh, your goalie. Because Chris was very, uh, very, very angry after the game. Very frustrated. As he lost two late on. He lost to Robbo and Guay to clean sheet. So yeah, we, we, Newcastle didn't offer much or game, but Wilson and even Joel, Wilson and Jolington, the new Kane and Son people that I'm hearing people saying, I don't think that much, but Wilson again, looking really good. I'm very impressed with Newcastle. Palace need to shore up that defence. Uh, Van Aanholt, 
again, I had him in. He was getting in the box again, making those attacking runs. But Palace without Zaha aren't great. I'm not sure if he's back this weekend. Is is Zaha back? You'd hope so. We don't, we don't know. know. Is he still? Oh, he's oh, he's still red. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we'll. Wait yeah, for Hodgson's I think it's tomorrow. No, uh, oh, it's Thursday today. Yeah, it'll be today or tomorrow. Um, but yeah, that's all. Did, do you want to say anything on that game? Because I think you watched it as well. Would you not have anything to say? Yeah, one thing I'd say about Guaita, I had a good feeling before the game. <laughs> My anticipation was building up slowly throughout the game. <laughs> as soon as that goal went in, it, it just all... It just, oh, I wasn't angry, I was just disappointed, let's put it that way. Sure. Um, but if in general, um, Palace did look a lot more... I don't know, they, they don't seem as compact. The, the, the gap between the defence and the midfield was being exploited a lot. Um, especially in the first half, and I, I just, I don't feel, I don't feel comfortable that Palace are defending that well. I always feel like they they give up the space because they don't. I don't know. The, the midfield seems to be too high. They don't defend deep enough because of the four four two. I don't know. I just wasn't. I I certainly didn't feel like Palace were comfortable whenever Newcastle attacked. Yeah, yeah, definitely. One thing uh, I just want to add is uh, we're going to talk about this player later, but Ricardo Pereira has started for Leicester. I repeat, he started. He's back from his injury. He's back. The man is back. Vardy not even taken. Good rest for Vardy. Yeah, we're we're going to talk about Pereira later. I think that's all we uh, have to talk about on the game. Unless you've got anything else, I think that's all I've got to say. I've watched a few. Oh, United. Have we spoke about United? Do you want to talk about Cavani? No, I'm going to talk about one of their players later. All right. Okay. Yeah, Fernandes again. But yeah, right. We'll talk about that game later. Yeah, that's about so it. Going on now to the postponement this weekend. Now, this has affected mm. you a lot more than it's affected me, Tom. I just want to read out some uh, ownerships. So, Grealish, so obviously Aston Villa Newcastle has been postponed this Friday. We're not sure when it's going to be rescheduled for. But... Yep. Current ownership, Grealish, is over 40%. So that's currently, <laughs> we're expecting 4% of players not to have a playing midfielder. Mings and Martinez are in 40% of them combined. Uh, and Conser mm. and Watkins are both 10%. So if you add up all those ownerships, you've got over 100%. Um, so over 100%. So essentially one player in every team, on average, is not playing. And a lot of teams don't have a playing bench. So I think this is going to be a, a very challenging week. I expect in a lot of minus points to navigate this. Or a lot of a lot of like Martinez owners with zero points. Um, Wilson's also 13%. So a lot of fair, like mid-table mid, um, owned players uh, missing this game. But there is a chance it gets rescheduled next midweek which might then put it in Gamic 11 anyway. So, still not sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's affected me. I have four players from that game, so it's a big blow for me. I'm going to talk about this later, though, when I do my team for next week. But yeah, it's big, big blows. We uh, yeah, we wish speedy recovery to all the Newcastle players that have COVID. I, um, I heard that Palace game... Is a possibility of being called off a tiny because four Newcastle players had COVID whilst playing that really? game, which is I don't know how they played, but yeah, really bad there. Um, that they that they somehow played. I don't know what they did, but they messed up the test and they must have. But so we need what keeping on it the Palace game as well because there's a little possibility it could be called off. Well, they, they should have been tested. But yeah, and they'll know. This, they? Yeah, Palace players. I'm not sure. We're not finding out till tomorrow. But yeah, there was Newcastle players with COVID that that um yeah that that <laughs> were playing that, that game. Do they not get tested before the match? Well, they don't. No, not straight. They get they have testing like every few days or every week. So they they obviously must have got it on like the the Thursday or something. I don't know. It's, it's surely, not good surely you. Yeah, we wish everyone speed of recovery. In the morning of the game, that not make sense. I don't know. It seems stupid. I don't anyway, know what to do. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah, so we'll talk about your transfers later because Aston Villa and Newcastle players, uh, I assume you're in your... We'll see, we'll see. Not revealing anything now. Yeah, okay. That's that covered then. So going on to our watch list, you can start them. Oh yeah, the watch list. So of course, De Bruyne is on that watch list. He has to be. He's got 10 points and he's looking back to his thing and I don't know if you can go about him. Again, when we come to transfers, I'll mention him later. But yeah, got De Bruyne on there. Now, another player I have on my watch list is Ricardo Pereira. Now, he's starting today, which means I don't think he'll play at the weekend. It'll be interesting to see how much he plays um, tonight, if he plays full 90. But he he's 0.1% owned. And last year, he got so many points. If Leicester keep playing a five at the back, he's going to be on that right wing back. And I think he slots straight back in. No sign of Castagna today again. He's still injured. Actually. I thought he was no, back he for got, last he week. Got a little, well, that's what he you got said. a little injury to put him out for a couple of weeks, I think. Okay. Well, Justin started again today and Leicester are playing a four at the back today. Are you sure so, it's a five at the back? Yeah, so Justin's playing left. No, four at the back. Morgan Siunchi, the only centre-back. Fuchs playing. Indeed, he's back as well. No, no. Four at the back. Indeed, he's back. That's good. That improves Leicester's defence as well. That solids up their defence. But yeah, so so I've got Pereira, De Bruyne. I think the team on my watch list is, uh, I'd say, probably probably Leeds as well. Um, like, Like I said, their fixtures are starting to turn. Are playing really well, and Bamford is the one guy I'm keeping a very, very close eye on. I have one more guy on my watch list as well, which is uh, Mr. Danny Ings. Again, we will talk about him later, but he's back. I'll find out tomorrow if he's going to start this weekend, but he's back. Like I said last week, he's back, and hopefully, he'll play. And if he gets back on form, you can't go about Ings. He's so consistent and he's done so well for us, for both of our teams in the past. So so yeah, but I think for now that's who I'm I'm keeping an eye on. City as well, definitely. But yeah, that's about that's about it for now. There's a lot of players, but yeah, they're the main ones. Do you want to have yeah, you got so some you players? Just mentioned Leeds on your watch list. About? Just looking back to our watch list or my watch list from last week, and Leeds were Leeds and Dallas were on my watch list. The week before, Bamford was on my watch list as well. So Leeds still like certainly on both of our watch lists. Um, my player again is Bamford. I mean, the fixtures are turning. He's only got one goal in the last four. Um, but yeah, when you watch the highlights, you see him getting the chances. Um, and with, with you, you'd expect him to get more against teams like Newcastle and West Brom. Um, so you'd expect more goals to go in. Uh, and also, I'd say he's fairly, fairly um, fixture proof. I feel like he's got a good, decent chance of scoring in most pitches. You saw him score against Liverpool earlier in the season. Um, the one thing I wanted to ask you, Tom, is do you think Bamford is worth getting in this week? No. Okay. Well, it depends. Watkins to Bamford, I would say yes. Yeah, I like that. If you're taking a minus four, probably not. But yeah, if you're going to do a straight straight switch Watkins to Bamford, or you're going to downgrade like a Kane or Vardy, well, I wouldn't get Kane up, but a Vardy or someone, then I think you could go with him this week. But, but be prepared, he might not score much. But I'd get on him as soon as you want, to be honest. He's 37% owned now, though. 37. Yeah, but that's, that's still 60 Very, very high. 34, sorry. Yeah, I know, but he's gonna he's gonna get he's gonna get um rise soon. I think like more people are gonna hop on him, especially with his fixtures. So I'd get on him uh, soon, six point one. So yeah, actually, yeah, I'd say yes, hop on him this week. But don't if it, as long as you're not taking a minus four. For Would a minus four be worth it this week? If you were using him to downgrade, let's say a Vardy, um, 
So going Vardy to Bamford and then upgrading a midfielder to KDB is that mid is that minus four worth it? Yeah, because you're saying you'd be taking the minus four for the Bruyne. Yeah, right. Let me rephrase. So minus four probably isn't worth it for Bamford unless you're getting into Bruyne, unless you need to fund De Bruyne. Because I'd take a minus four, take a minus eight for De Bruyne. Do what you have to do to get him in. Like get on, get on the my man De Bruyne. Right, we'll talk later about later um, about that with my transfer plans because KDB is firmly in the spotlight for that. Um, other than that, my watch list was Ings and Bamford. I think Ings is definitely a watch and wait. He's got good fixtures, but coming back from injury, you can't expect him to be at his best, and we don't even know if he's going to start. So. Ings wants to watch, Bamford wants to watch for the next, for me at least, one or two game weeks. Um, probably two the way the fixtures go. Um, yeah, Ings and Bamford for me. Yeah, that's good stuff, similar to me. We can tell why we have similar watch this because of players that have to be boring. Of course, it's Leeds. One question. What about Salah? Is he still on your watch list? Well, not anymore. Yeah, so for me, Salah, he plays Wolves. I, if you don't own him, I can't see him hauling big in that game. Mm. He'd have to probably get a penalty and a lucky assist to get double digit. Oh, I, I really can't see him getting that many points against Wolves. Um, unless I, I expect him to go far at the back, which I think really reduces Salah's um, threat. Um, if they go four at the back, Salah could be an option, but Wolves are good at the back. Um, I don't expect Salah to do that much this week. After that, he's got Fulham, Tottenham and Palace. Now, I mentioned earlier that Palace are pretty pretty poor. They seem to be pretty leaky, I'd say. Probably the best way of putting it. Um, but I still wouldn't expect Liverpool to turn them over. You know, three or four, maybe a two. It's away from home, so two nil maybe. Tottenham, we saw what Mourinho did against Chelsea. I expect them to do exactly the same against Liverpool. Catch them on the counter. Um, and then you've got the Fulham game. Um which is one you'd want to have him in for, but I think for me, I've got Jota, and I'm not going to say he covers the points, but he's certainly doing a good job at the moment, and Salah hasn't got a double-digit haul in, I think, five or six weeks, so he's been he's been slacking off in terms of double-digit hauls um, recently. I, I'm certainly looking to get him for West Brom, though. Yeah. That's interesting. I think he he especially with De Bruyne performing now, you don't want to be rushing to get Salah in, especially as how much cheaper Yotta is. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I think De Bruyne is certainly the better option than Salah in the next four. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. De Bruyne, De Bruyne is the better option. Anyone, it's De Bruyne when he's on form. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, I, I probably agree with that. As long as Salah doesn't get on form, because if, if he goes back to his season when he was banging in the goals, I think it was 18. But I can't see him doing that soon, especially if Yotta. goals, I think. Yeah, especially if Yotta, though. I'd, I think that reduces Salah's goal for it and Mane with Yotta in that team. Because they did have Firmino, and Firmino hasn't been scoring money. But now as Yotta's in there, Yotta's going to be taking some of Salah's goals and Mane's. Yeah. Okay. Would you like to do prediction now, Tom, or would you like to do game eleven brief? Let's do let's get the predictions done. That has right. to be done. So Burnley versus Everton. What do you reckon? <sighs> Let me check something quickly about that game. I think Okay. It's Pope, it's back, Pope you know. back. Yeah, that's what I'm checking. <laughs> it's an all important question. 75% chance. Yes. He should be back then. Assuming okay, he's I'm back, gonna... what is your prediction? I don't want. I'm going to go. I can't see Burnley scoring. I'm going to go 1 0 Everton. It's going to be low scoring. I agree, it'll be low scoring. No more than three goals. Um, I think Burnley will, 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 will nick marks. No Digne for Everton. And events probably isn't a solid. Uh, Burnley at home. It's a type of game that they need to be getting points from. Everton at home. 
I'm gonna go with a one-one. One-one. Yeah. And you're a one-nil Everton. Yeah, one-nil Everton. Okay. Oh, we haven't we haven't talked about Calvert Lewin. Man City versus Fulham. Chris, you there? Yep. All right. I think your your yeah, your audio went. Carl. And I think your audio. Yeah, no, you can't about Lewin. I couldn't hear what you said. All right, okay. I said we were touching him later, but Man City, All Fulham, right. what are your predictions? I'd say... See, City are going to win this game. No, is it... Will they keep a clean sheet? I'm going to go... 3-1... Um, 4-1 City. Yeah, yeah, I'm going for one city. Because I can see City run right. But Yeah, I think Fulham could nick one on the counter there. We saw their yeah, effective no, there Definitely. Definitely. Oh, the next game is interesting. Man United, West Ham. I'm gonna go two 0 Man U. I think Man U will win this. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm going I'll go 3 1. 3 1, Manny. Yeah, because 3 1. I don't want the clean sheet. Yeah, sorry. I don't know if Tellers is fit anyway. Yeah, he played in the Champions League, so he's fine. No. Chelsea leads. Take your pick. Anything from 0 0 to 3. Well, that's. Yeah. That's what we said with Everton. We thought it'd be a high scoring, but see, I'm I'm hoping for a Chelsea clean sheet in a way. I want a nil nil, but I can't see that happening. I'm gonna go a Chelsea two one. Three goals. I've gone with Chelsea three one. I think I think Chelsea have got the quality to be clinical, take their chances against Leeds. I think they'll create quite a bit. I'm I'm considering Werner captain. I do think Chelsea got a lot of chances, um, but Leeds have always got that. Threat. I think Leeds will nick one, uh, but I'm going with Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Don't think Vernon Captain's a good idea, but you do. You want? We'll talk about him later. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about him later. All right, I might go to yeah. now. West Brom Crystal Palace. I'm going. Defensive start. I'm going three nil. No, two. Uh, one nil. Palace. One nil. Palace. Yeah, I'm going two nil. Palace. That'll be a low-scoring game. I think Palace, uh, if Sahar's back, might be a little bit unfit, but I'd expect him to help um, Crystal Palace click. So I'm going with Palace win two nil. Yeah. Okay. Um, next game: Sheffield United Leicester. I'm going to go 2-1 Leicester this is a hard game because they're both going to be far at the back so it's not going to be well Leicester might be far at the back actually I think Sheffield United will pick up a point on one, one. I hope not What was your 2-1 Leicester back to Leicester alright Right now, the probably the most exciting game on paper of the yep. weekend. Spurs versus Arsenal. Will you be watching this game this time? I will be watching this game, yes. Thank goodness. The commitment isn't there from Chris lately. It's been a bit <laughs> bit poor from him. It's what happens when the girl takes priority. Anyway, Spurs Arsenal. Um I'm gonna go with uh <laughs> 2-0 Spurs up the Spurs. I can see a 3-0, but I'm going to go 2-0. I agree with the Spurs win. I think Spurs will win this game. So you're going with 2-0. Well, 
Arsenal don't seem to have much in attack, but I can still see them nicking one. I'm going to go 3-1 Spurs. I don't feel that confident on that, but the result is definitely a Spurs win for me. Don't, don't, don't not um, back Spurs the clean sheet. You've seen what's happened with me. Two clean sheets in a row. City and uh, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, They'll definitely win. Okay. Liverpool, Liverpool will stop. I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go 3-1 Liverpool because I want that I'm be laughing when Wolves score so yeah 3-1 Liverpool I, I think Wolves will be solid but I can see Liverpool get getting a few at this game especially at Anfield is that there's fans as well fans at, oh yeah that's something we haven't oh, spoken yeah. about fans actually yeah fans coming back which is going to make a big difference I know it's only 2,000. Yeah, so but... tier one is 4,000 fans. Tier two is 2,000 fans. Yeah. Tier three is no, fan, no fans at all. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to make a difference, actually. See, I'm going 3-1 Liverpool. Yeah, I, I, before you said that, I'd already written down 3-1 Liverpool. I think I yeah. expect Liverpool to win at home at Anfield. Front four, I expect to be a front four. Should all be playing. Wolves, no Jimenez. I think they'll still do a right in attack. I think Podence and Neto can link up uh, and they do link up fairly well. And then you got, what's the, the new guy's name? Young Portuguese striker, Fabio Silva. I think yeah. he, I think he'll, he'll start working his way into the squad well, but at the moment, I don't think he'll uh, threaten Liverpool's defence that much. It'll be down to Podence yeah, what- and Neto, I'd imagine. One thing we need to do is we haven't spoken him and as we wish him a speedy recovery. It wasn't nice what happened to him, yeah. obviously. Yeah, that was a um, horrible, horrible collision. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we hope he's back playing the game soon. Um, I hope he's back yeah, at all. We saw Ryan Mason, he couldn't play anymore. So, I hope him and Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a big debate on concussion subs and stuff now, which will hopefully be brought in as well. Because <laughs> David Louise wants to play on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, no. um, I was saying I was going to say, I'll think about it later. Uh, you talk about Brighton, Southampton, what do you reckon? 2-1 Saints, they're going to do what Liverpool couldn't do. They're going to win it. Because Ings is back. 2-1. Yeah, well, actually, no, I'm going I'm going 2-0. 2-0 Saints. 2-0 Saints. I, I was going to say, I can see both teams scoring, man. I thought Southampton's defence is quite, is quite solid. I definitely back Southampton to score one or two. Yeah. Um, do I think Brighton will score? They'll get the chances. Um, I'm going to go 2-1. 2-1 Southampton. I think, I think they'll yeah. have enough. They lost their first game in quite a long time against Man United, but I think they'll bounce back. Yeah, yeah. Now, these are some good predictions. It'll be interesting. See if you can catch up with me this week. Yeah, I know. Um, I hope. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that Spurs better Arsenal. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be a very interesting game for the Premier League and for FPL. Yeah, yeah. It will be. It will be. It's, uh, I feel like this weekend there's only nine games and. It's been a bit annoying with this wet um, Villa Newcastle game being called off, but I feel like they can. There's going to be some interesting games this week. I feel like there could be a few scores that we don't expect. A Fulham win. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that would be sick. The dad would be having a party. You would be. <laughs> that would be very unexpected. Though. Um. Okay, Tom. So that's the predictions done. We can move on now. We've got two more sections left. So we've got the Gaming 11 preview and the our differentials. So, Tom, run us we through do. your transfer plans first, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. And then your captaincy yeah. thoughts as well. Okay, so my plan before the game got called off was Vardy to Ings and then possibly Fernandes to De Bruyne. Now, I think that's a bit stupid because getting Fernandes out would be silly. Now, I still don't know what I'm doing, really, because I've just read that Newcastle's game next week could also be called off, as apparently 
they can't go back to their training site until at least Monday because more people have tested it with Newcastle. Now, I think I think Wilson's worth holding on to. So, I am going to do Martinez to MacArthur. I believe it's not certain. It's not done, but I'm not. I'm on a week where I don't think I'm going to have a loads of points. I think taking a minus four would be stupid. I'm going to have to hold off on Ings for one more week. I've got my plan for next week, which I'm going to save to next week's video, but Ings will be in my team shortly. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do the, the goalkeeper change because I've been annoyed with Martinez and I would never transfer him out because I don't like changing my keeper. But now's the perfect time. He could have a double game week coming up, but I just I, I just want MacArthur. And, I, and to be honest, if he doesn't keep a clean sheet, he doesn't. But I feel like I, I'm happy having MacArthur for the next however many game weeks, 10, 15. 20 till I'm my next world cup. So yeah, that's about it. Now, going for my team, this is not. I just quickly mention Tom about Martinez. Yeah. So if I believe that the fixture will be rescheduled and they will let us know tomorrow, is that right? Yeah. Well, they let us. They should do. Yeah. I don't know if they'll let us know when it's going to be rescheduled too, but yeah. If, so. Let's say they they tell us when it'll be rescheduled. If it was within the next yep. two to three game weeks, so Martinez would have a double game week in one of the next three games. Would you keep him? Possibly. Depends. Um, if it's next game week, so as in if they play Thursday and it's or if they play Thursday, it's so the next game week. Then yes, we'll keep him. Yeah, yeah. If it if it's soon, then yeah. But if it's not, I it can't they they can't put it in in the Christmas. It's too hectic. So it's either gonna have to be this next game week, and then they play the Saturday and the Thursday. So yeah, they, it has to be next game week, or it, it'll probably be January, and he'll, he'll just go because they have Chelsea, United, and Tottenham in a row, Villa. Yeah, you don't really want them from a defensive point. But of they view. do have West Brom. They do have West Brom. So I'm getting him out for West Brom. But yeah, at the moment, MacArthur's coming in. But honestly, that can change because remember, the deadline's not too Saturday. So we've got yeah. a lot of time to think about and ponder. Yeah, I'll run through my team. So Martin, well, Martin is slash MacArthur in goal. Diaz, he better start. I need this start here. Chilwell, Van Aanholt and Dallas. And it will be Zuma. But I'm starting Wilson just in case. Then midfield, so I'm going to have five at the back probably, which isn't nice, but there's nothing I can do about it. Really. Um, Jota, I need a big haul from him. Son, same again. Fernandes is in there as well. Then Vardy and Kane up front. Now, my captain is on Fernandes at the moment. Vice on Kane. I think Kane will start, and I'm very tempted to go Kane. But I feel like Fernandes is a little bit safer. I'm still annoyed I have to keep Vardy because I'm very annoyed after his full performance. But I can't really get Vardy out now. My chance for Fernandes messed up. But it'll, my captain will be between Fernandes or Kane. So, yeah. And then my bench is is Click. He's the only player, player on my bench now. I don't want to start Click because he's shooting his weight. <laughs> he gets some good opportunities. But he's the worst shooter I've seen like the last two games. Now, he might score a pen and it might... might come back to bite me but to be honest I can see Diaz being benched and rotated so he's probably going to come on anyway but yeah this this could be a low week if I get a green arrow I'll be buzzing I think it's down to captain really but yeah this could be a, a tough week that I've got to bounce back from I think you need to but nail your captaincy and hope that a lot of our people yeah, take yeah. minus point minus point hits and then you've got a chance well a lot of people have Grealish don't they a lot of people have Grealish and even Watkins and Martinez as well so a lot of people are in a similar boat to me yeah. as well. So, yeah, that, that's about it for this week. I don't really want to talk about this week really much. We'll see how it goes next week. But, yeah, what about you, Chris? Transfers. Yeah, while I'm talking, Tom, if you can go on your laptop and look at the transfer, like the most transfers in, most transfers out this, this week while I'm talking, if you can do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my thinking. So, transfers, I can either hold a transfer... So I have two next week, or I can make the switch and get Bamford ADB in 
for it would have to be Son and Werner or Kane. So I thought about this quite a bit. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense to take out Son and Werner when they're playing Arsenal and Leeds, respectively. Um, I don't think I like that. Um, KDB would be the captain. Um, but I feel like if I get the captaincy right with him, if I, if I don't make any chance, it would be Werner, Fernandes or Kane. Probably Werner or Fernandes would be between those two. If I get the captaincy right, I don't think I'd lose that many points to De Bruyne. So just because of the structure of my team, I don't think I'm going to be um, bringing in De Bruyne for at least two more weeks because I wouldn't want to bring him in for Man United away anyway. So I'm looking at holding the transfer this week um, with an eye to bring in Bamford and even KDB in two weeks' time. So not the so this is game week 11 coming up, not game week 12, but game week 13, bring in Bamford and KDB. Uh, that's the plan at the moment because I do like Werner's fixtures in the next two. Leeds at home and Everton away should get quite a lot of chances there. I'm expecting a few goals. Uh, and with Son, you just never know with Son. He's a bit unpredictable. He'll pop up, he'll get the goal and then he won't do anything. He ha- he's only scored one goal in the last four. Um, that was against Man City so he can clearly do it against anyone. So I'm looking to hold Son and Werner this week. Save transfer. My team is well set. I've got a, a good defence, James Chilwell, Robbo and Tellez. I think Tellez has a chance of a clean sheet. It's between him and Lamptey who starts, but I do expect Southampton to score. And I've got Adams playing as well up front. Other than that, Jota, um, Son, Bruno, Timo and Kane. So no changes there. The captaincy were definitely between Timo and Bruno. Um, I think Werner has probably got the better fixture. I think he got a lot of chances. But Bruno away from home... I don't know. I think you're getting assist six, seven points. I think Werner's the differential explosive captain um, this week. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. You can carry over transfers. Well. That'll be helpful for your uh, team. Do you want me to talk yeah, about yeah, the uh, transfers in? Okay, so goalies got Mendy transferred in by 80,000. MacArthur, 59,000. And then Fabianxi, 40,000. So a lot of people probably moving yeah. off Martinez. Most transfers in defenders. Chilwell, 153,000. James, 111,000. And Ch- um, Walker, 110,000. And then Zoom is next as well. So the Chelsea boys are getting transferred in. I feel like they're reactionary transfers. They're coming yeah. a bit late to the party. Chilwell now 6.2. So, a lot. Midfield is interesting. So you got Yotta, 364,000. Um, Mares, 236,000. And Ward Prowse, 224,000 people. Really? And then, and then, and then Fernandes and De Bruyne are below it. And then Grealish, uh, 109,000 brought him in. That's got time. It's just brilliant. And then the most transferred in striker is Callum Wilson. <laughs> Poor people, two hundred and four thousand. And then, interestingly, we have Cavani. Really? One hundred twenty thousand people have brought him in. Now he he played midweek. That, that, so does, that does lead us on. And then it's Calvert Lewin. Um, to my differential, who is Cavani? So obviously, he's bring, been brought in by quite a few players, uh, FPL players. He got 15 points off the bench against West Ham. He got taken off against PSG about 70, 80 minutes. So I'm, I'm expecting him to start actually against West Ham. Um, his, his movement, I think Harry Maguire said it, his movement was the best he's ever played against. It was really noticeable for, for his goals. Really good movement. I think that the player nicely for Bruno's goal as well. I think he, he's going to add a bit of... I mean, Martial was doing it at the end of last season, but this season he hasn't been, he's that more clinical side. Um, Cavani's that man, making the runs, he can head it right foot, left foot, he's he'll all-run striker, just lacks a bit of pace, but his movement's so good that he'll catch out and he's fair enough. Um, so I really like him. Um, not sure about his long-term starting ability. Obviously over Christmas, he's, he's what is he, 34, 35 probably, I'd imagine. 34. 34. So he's not only really playing every game. 34. We'll probably get 
he'll get the substitution 60, 70 minutes quite a lot. Maybe come off the bench with 20, 30 minutes to go. So long term, probably not an option. But in the next three, three or four, I, th- I can see him being a, a good little differential. Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't like him. I'm never getting on him, but no, it, I don't it, think it doesn't fit my team structure. But he could be a differential. But yeah, he was he was superb against Southampton. He can keep that up, then he's good. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Shall I say my my differential? So there's been a few players in mind, but it's gonna have to be Danny Ings. He's coming back from injury. He was really good at the start of the season, um, banging in the goals already. Same as last year, he's kept it up. He's got he's got five goals this season, and he's only played seven games. That's really good. I mean, and I just I just don't really want to go about. He's got Brighton, Sheffield United, Arsenal, City, and then Fulham. His fixtures are half decent, and but to honest, Ings can score against anyone. So yeah, he's five point five percent owned, and yeah, I'm, I just just want, I just love Ings. I think he's someone definitely to watch. Maybe hold off a week like Chris said because we don't know if he's going to start this week. I mean, need to see how he, how good he is. But yeah, do I, it's got it's got to be Danny Ings. Two strikers there yeah. from us as our differentials, which is interesting. Yeah, I do really like Ings. He links up that play really well. From and we've seen Shadem step up in his absence as well. I think he's improved as a player in Ings' absence. I think they're going to be really, really good together. Um, Redmond should be coming back soon as well, I believe. So Southampton's attack looks quite good. Anything I'd say, well, it's probably not actually that that much of a bad thing. The fixtures, I wouldn't get on Ings this week. After that, Sheffield United, Arsenal, Man City. I don't know. You, I think you could go out them in that run, but you know, at the end of the day, you don't know Southampton. Uh, I just love watching them. They're really good. Great, good chances. Link up the players so nicely, defend well. Um, so yeah, I like your shot. Yeah, definitely. Who did you say last week? Because I oh, said yeah, Cancelo, I which obviously didn't go well. Who was yours last week? Oh, was it? I'm not sure what it was. I didn't write it down. Um, no, it was. I think they both did bad again, so hopefully yeah, I can't remember what we did in the first week. Um, what I'd say about Calvert-Lewin as well, oh, I'll ask you a question, Tom. What, what do you think people should do with Calvert-Lewin with his fixtures really toughening up? Digne's out as well, which I think is a big miss because Digne has assisted quite a large percentage of Calvert-Lewin's goals and he's out now. So what, what do you think with Calvert-Lewin? Stick, twist, buy, sell? Don't buy him. Definitely don't buy him. I, um, so I'd play him this week and get rid of him. You wouldn't keep him for Leicester? Top of him. Even if he performs, you need to move off him. No. I can't see him do anything against Chelsea. Nah. Oh, I don't know. He's 61% owned, so if you move off him, it's a big risk. Though. But I don't have him and I'm never going to get him in. Yeah, but it's a big I'd risk say... to move off him, I think. It's that if you look but at I his, would move off his hauls this season, he's had two. One against West Brom and the other one against Fulham. Now, he's not playing West Brom or Fulham for quite a long time now. Um, And in other games, yeah. he hasn't got any double-digit hauls, even though he's returned. He's just got five points, six points, eight points. And I think he can go out at the end of the day. So, I think if you've got him, you, you can... If you don't have him, don't get him. I agree with you, Tom. Definitely don't get him. Um, if you're on a wild card, would you keep him? What, what would you say? No. No, move off him. Bamford, players like Bamford, stuff, get on them early. Like You, you don't want to keep him on your wild card. I think, I think you've got to move off him at the right time. He's been good, but... Yeah. I, I think it's time to jump him. off Cavalier. Maybe wait one or two weeks. I don't think he's an essential transfer out for the next two. Uh, I think he might get a goal or two, but I don't think he's going to offer you much, much of an explosive threat. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, Celtic are 2-0 up against Milan. 
12 minutes in. You love to see it. Up the Celtic. Yeah. No. Have you got anything else to say, Chris, about um, game weeks or anything? Anything or you, you've got to say? You, do you think you're dumb? No, yeah, I think, I think that's, you, it's time for the end. Yeah, it's been fun doing it again. Hopefully, we both get well. Hopefully, I get green eyes. I went a bit of pace, but we'll maybe see. you as well. Be a nice little add-on, but yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. Who gets our captain right. We'll again. We will be uh, we'll be posting on Instagram. We've now set up the Twitter, so make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, share with your mates. All this boring stuff I have to go over, but yeah, give it, give it, check us out. Give us a follow, comment, send us your teams as well. Our yeah, DMs we'll, are we'll open our for you to send teams, us. Yeah. Your, your teams or anything if you have any questions yeah but um, yeah yeah thank, f- hope you guys enjoyed the stream today best of luck with your game weeks this weekend and oh yeah one thing sorry uh, the podcast is out a day late Yeah, I wasn't feeling great yesterday so we had to postpone today today but yeah should be it should be Wednesday, Wednesday next week yeah, should, yeah Wednesday next week yeah oh, so, it's been a pleasure yeah, so, see you later goodbye Bye for me.